What episode is it? Episode A. It's been too long. It's been you, like a whole episode since we... It's been a whole we, week. Yeah. And you missed us so much. This is episode two. Welcome to the revolution. The idea really quick behind the series is just talking about how there's there's so many things in this life, right. in this world, that people look for truth in. Right. Um, and the series comes from uh, a story that, that we will be talking about and have been talking about at youth, where basically Paul is in a culture yeah. um, where people are unfamiliar with who the one true God is. He's walking around the city. Yeah. Um, he basically sees a statue that has an inscription on it that says, um, this statue is to an unknown God. Yeah. And he, he utilizes that moment yeah. to tell the people in the city, hey, I was walking around your city. I saw this, this statue said to an unknown God. I'm going to tell you today who that is. And right. it's brilliant. Yes. The, what, a great sermon like, illustration. Yeah. Like that's how you know Paul was a great preacher. Because he saw something Not on the as spot. good as Pastor Matt. I mean, but he, few are. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> you're like you're like I don't I can't even say I, that I'll take it I'll own it. This very few are as good as me, he says humbly in the podcast. <laughs> Just crickets. Um, but it's cool because uh, this is what this is what we believe in the world we live in. People are in pursuit of truth, right? Um, and and by the way, that's that's how we're wired. Yeah, I think it's cool. On the first episode, we talked about value. We talked about pursuing God. Mm-hmm. Um, and as human beings, whether you're in relationship with Jesus or you're not, on this podcast, we are in relationship with Jesus. Yeah, we're following Jesus. Um, but we do believe that everybody is wired yeah. to worship and mm-hmm. to pursue truth. And so that is the heart behind a series like this. Um, but let's talk about the the branding real yeah. quick. Um, dinosaurs. Oh. Well, first of all, what's your favorite dinosaur? Dude. Um, I can never remember the names. Well, you know what? I, I felt like I was lied to. We grew up in a generation okay. of Jurassic Park, right? The movies, <laughs> Genera- yes. Jurassic Park. Which are incredible. Which, well, besides the third one. Um, yeah, fair enough. And, uh, and then... Is there any movie series that have good... Like you, all you, three of you're them. A, you're a movie guy. I am a movie guy. Is there any third movies that you would say this is great? I mean, obviously, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, third one's good. Uh, Too many Star endings. Um, what about Toy Story three? Oh, dude, I cried at Toy Story three. Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there are because good. because okay, so Toy Story one came out when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. Then I think what two years down the road, Yo, Toy Story I, I really two hope, came out. I hope somebody gets you in the comment section. Yeah. And is like. I didn't know that you were that old. <laughs> um, I receive it. Uh, and then it took until I became a dad. And then Toy Story 3 came out. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yes, Toy Story 3. No. Toy Story 4 came Toy out. Story, there's, 3 is the one with the with the teddy bear that smelled like strawberries. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I cried on the fourth one. Perfect. No, no, no. But you picked the right thing to identify Toy Story 3. Because Toy Story, uh. Toy Story original is like, Hey, you got Sid with the skeleton t-shirt. Yep, it's just crazy. Done deal. Done deal. Toy Story 2, Jesse. Jesse and Bullseye. Toy Story 3, Finding the bear. a home. <laughs> Which, I actually, looking back on it, and I'll get to the dinosaurs, but we're oh, on we'll the, get, oh, yeah. we're on the, we'll get there. we're on the Toy Story train. Uh, that was, I, thank you. I, I, that was either the worst or best thing that you've ever done, and I, I'm failing to. You've seen a lot. Uh, <laughs> When I went back and watched Toy Story 2 with my kids and the song, the Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh boy. Uh, with Jesse. 
Can you you sing a bit? It hit differently. If I'm being honest, I can't remember off the top of my head because when I think Sarah McLaughlin, I think Adopt a Puppy commercial, and I can't remember what it is. All I can think of, when I think about Toy Story, all I can think of is uh, You Got a Friend in Me. Oh, that's a great one. Which, um, side note, I... When I was younger, I thought it was you. You have a friend in need. Oh, and so you I, thought it was missional maybe, at the very beginning. Maybe I just yeah. maybe I spent too much time in the church. I thought hey, it was yeah. like you got a friend in need, and I'm like I'm here for <laughs> right. him. I got you here. <laughs> but it's, I you've come. Got a friend Jesus, in me. that's what Jesus told me to do: is go seek those Which, that by are the way, hungry. Matt, you yeah have a friend in me. <laughs> I just want you to know. Come on. Uh, no, you know what? This is a great segue. Why did we do dinosaurs though? Is because <laughs> Dude, just no the, because let's be honest. There's nothing better than Dino Nuggets. Okay, and I'm, with, I I go, I'm there with you. Full, I'm, there. I'm in full understanding that when this branding was made, <laughs> Dino Nuggets. the person had to have been eating Dino Nuggets. Yeah, because you have relative things like you have space, you have UFOs. Yep, you uh, have Roman statues. Roman statue, which is, from the, which the is from the story, right? There's some content, and then dinosaurs. But so have you, you have you ever thought of the, about this? Think about this for a second, because you said Dino Nuggets. And God, how good though are Dino Nuggets? To, yeah, God. it's like every time we say it, we have to acknowledge their greatness. <laughs> Dino Nuggets—they're good um, without ketchup. Any sauce they can eat on their own. Yeah, the, the reason you know Dino Nuggets are are the goat of all <laughs> chicken nuggets is because they're at every store. Yeah. So it's like even if you're not someone that shops at Target, no, nope. it's like and you're like I'm an Aldi person. They got Dino they Nuggets. They got Dino Nuggets. It, so it's like if Dino Nuggets are everywhere, then it means they're they're supreme for sure. Absolutely. But I just <laughs> I think it's interesting. You said we got Dino Nuggets, and and space is a little bit this way too. Yeah. But it's like, why are and and it's funny, it's actually ironic because we used them both in our branding, right? But I'm like, why are they used so widely in branding when they're two things that nobody knows anything about? And maybe that's just it. Like, interesting. Like we've never seen dinosaurs. Yep. Also, yeah, I've well, never been to space. Well, and Have even you? too, when I was no. going back to, well, I'm uh, spaced out a lot. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> But uh, I was going back to Jurassic Park. Like when you asked what my favorite dinosaur was, it was a Velociraptor. Oh, that's the because, iconic, right? Because yeah. um, you know Jurassic Park one, like they're nuts. Oh yeah. By the new age uh, Jurassic Park, they're like your best friend because you train them. Yeah, yeah. But Jurassic, but Velociraptors are sweet. But then I found out that they're like tiny birds. In, like, re- in reality, of in real what, history, yeah, in real yeah, history, yeah. they're like little birds that have wings. And I'm like, what a letdown. Yeah. Uh, and so, and then that you said you didn't like the third move. Well, they the, don't, they, and then they become like really genetically modified. Yeah, and like and the like, new and one with too, Chris Pratt and all that. Yeah, yeah you're Which like Chris Pratt. Let's talk like Chris Pratt. He's the best part of that movie. For, yeah, he's the best part of any movie. Except for he's the in. was it Mosasaurus that comes out of nowhere and, he, and just yeah, yeah. swallows up. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, but we love Chris Pratt. We do. Uh, anyways, anyways, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I think it's cool because they're two unknown things. And honestly, too, well, again, what we're coming to find out, we're digging up bones and we're finding and we're putting what we think, you know, because, again, it's not like, oh, well, I had a dream and this is what a yeah, Stegosaurus looks like. Yeah, you're saying that's how, by the way, I, I'm not, like, I'm not saying this is me. We're not against the I'm not saying this is me, but there are people that believe and people in this generation that are like, I don't, like, I hear, I, I'm, having, I'm having conversations with students that are saying, hey, I don't, I don't actually believe that dinosaurs existed. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. And and it's worth like just throwing it out, let it sit. Yeah, just let it. People can argue and debate all all you want. I'll, you know. In the comments, 
Yeah. Do you, are you a dinosaur believer or not? We just want to know. Because people say, you said, hey, we're looking at bones, we're uncovering, and they're piecing together what these dinosaurs are. People right. are like, yeah, but the most, like, the percentage of those, of the of complete fossils of those right. dinosaurs is a low percentage. They're saying, I don't I, I don't even know if I believe in them. I'm right. just saying. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Crazy. Here's here's one thing that I've come to realize. I don't care at the end of the day. And so <laughs> that's what's great. Someone told me one time, I have a superpower of not caring but it can also be my greatest weakness. Yeah. And so when someone's like trying to pressure me of like yeah, yeah. believing what they're saying, I'll just be like, I'm okay. Like it's cool that you, you know, but you whatever. are, that's one thing I love about you. You, you will, uh, you can be immovable. Yes. Like people are like, Matt, you need to do this. And you're like, if you no. don't want to, you're like, no, no, I'm and, good. And honestly, we need more people in the world like that. Yeah. Um, so, but the, so the branding for the series Feels random, but yep. here's why. To answer the question, here's why dinosaurs, outer space, all this stuff. Um, th- those those things signify things that people search for truth in. Not that people right. search for truth in dinosaurs or in aliens or UFOs, right. but those things tell a um, in in most people's minds. Those automatically tell a story. Of, right. This is what creation looked like. Mm-hmm. This is what is out there in the vast expanse of space. Right. Um, and so we, this story is so cool about Paul and the, and, and the sermon to an unknown God, which yeah. he's saying is one true God, because he is capitalizing on something that culture believed. Right. Um, and he's essentially hijacking it yeah. for the sake 100%. of the gospel. Well, and I think sick. even too, uh, I bet you if, I mean, if I were Paul, I would look at that and just be so... Like oh, yeah. flabbergasted about yeah. the fact that they created a statue right. to about- something that's unknown. I'm <laughs> Just like, think about that. Yeah. What are you? What are you even doing? Like, come on, guys. Like that. So for me, I'm thinking of like, you know, have you seen the movie Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay. So With, you know, oh, dude, the but the music, the so soundtrack good. of Ragnarok, it's, it's so good. But uh, the scene where Thor gets put into that prison and yeah. just goes into in a forever loop. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. can yep. you imagine that would be what people do at that time for that religion is they would be pursuing they don't even know what they're pursuing. Right. Like if I don't know if I'm in a car and I don't know where I'm going, I get so frustrated because I'm like, I need to know where I'm going. Uh I don't even care why I'm going. I just need to know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Like I 100%. And, and so to to the fact that someone probably spent a stupid amount of time created a statue. And then writing to an unknown God. Like, it's just, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I love that you said that because as absurd as it sounds, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and that's so true about the story. Like, they have all these, they have so many statues that there's one that has this inscription. Let's just add one more to an unknown yeah, God. Yeah, you just know? in case. We're going right. to shotgun shoot right. this thing and we're going to be like, just in case we missed one. Right, but it's, it's fun. And it's funny, so like, we laugh about that. But even in this series, um, that's part of what we're talking about is I, I really think the state of the world right. is that more people, like it, the same people that would say, that's crazy. Like who would yeah. do that? Right. If we're being honest. Yeah, we like, do it all the, the time. The, we do that all yeah. the time. And so as we are talking about where do people find truth, what is the truth of yeah. God? That sounds like a simplistic thing. But in in this setting, and even mm-hmm. as we've been talking about it in youth, there's more to that. And really, right. as Christ followers, that one of our main things is like we want to help people discover that the truth of God yeah. has been established right. since the beginning of right. time. Right. And isn't it interesting too? And as humanity, we always want what we don't have. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, absolutely like true. Old Testament, they wanted a ruler. Like they wanted a king. Yep. Right. When they had God. Right. 
then when God brings them even a person in Jesus, they were not satisfied with the person that God presented because it didn't look the way they did. Then now we're in this era where we wish we had someone physically to look to. Right. Like, you know, and I think, but that's, Again, that's humanity. We're never satisfied with what we have. Yeah. And and so it's just interesting because, yeah, you say that. Because I'm even thinking today, and I have a lot of kids in my youth ministry that's like, I wish I could see God. Like, I want to see right, that's something. him. Like, physically, yeah, yeah. I want to be there. I, Let me you, ask you a question. Does that, do you think that's why, because um, people that say, hey, it's hard for me to believe in God, um, but at the same time, I'm willing to believe that that humanity was planted here by aliens right. or that we, right. or that creation was this way and it, it right. was it all started from this collision of two molecules like do you think that's the one of the big hangups is like these are things that we feel like we can see right so it explains yeah and i think one of just from conversation uh people just believe whatever they want yeah and, sure and sure. and again with everything that's been happening in our world like we can throw something out and have no source behind it, right. and people will start following it. I remember in high school, yeah, I'd have to, so you true. know, I'd have to write papers, and what was the one, what was the one source I could never use? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. But it, it is reliable. It is reliable now. Uh, ironically, now that I'm outside of writing papers, uh, but <laughs> you know, I couldn't use that source because it wasn't reliable because anyone could edit it at any time. Yeah, that's true. And and it, that's what I feel personally. How everyone is looking, they. Anything that's that good, makes man. sense in their head, they're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's and then good, they'll buy, in, buy into it. Um, you know, even just politically, right? We we just ended a political, you know, yeah, yeah. run. And people don't know why they voted the way that they voted sometimes. And no one does the research. They vote on feels. Not right. everyone. Right. I'm not blanket stating that. But, like, right. that's what a lot of people have been doing because they don't like one or they don't yeah. like the other rather than – researching the, the, the candidate uh, and at least the right. platform that they're in. But I, but I think about when it comes to God, it's like, you know, we want to see, we want to feel, we want to experience. First of all, before I dive into it, can you imagine a hug from God physically? Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I know, but like, that's, well, I can like, imagine it. And I feel like it just, you know, to go back to Toy Story, it would be like, well, strawberries and all of that. To be honest with you, when you, when you said that, I, I just thought like, we talk about God's power, right? And His He'll give you a big squeeze. Well, yeah. I, there's there's someone in my life that every time they hug me, yeah. they're like the backcracker. You know, the guy that's like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, how, how yeah. have you been?" It's I only like, I only seek that person so, when I'm stiff, like yeah, when I'm so really God sore. So God would be that. But, but I also like, think, though, in His attributes, know. I think He would know when to, you know, have a little <laughs> was, gentleness into Him. <laughs> you're like, what? Someone, people are listening. What is this happening? What is happening with no. the truth of God? <laughs> but uh, you know. I was uh, in Romans, because talking with Paul, uh, man, where'd it go? Uh, it says here in Romans 1, uh, 20, it says, for since the creation of the world, his right. invisible attributes, his invisible right. qualities, that's key. That's his key. invisible, right? Yeah. Uh, it would be, again, and that points to faith. In Hebrews, you know, exactly. faith is the things that we cannot see, right. but we are assured of. Exactly. Uh, that's the thing that we have to hold on to. The invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen. Yes. Isn't that interesting? And invisible attributes being clearly invisible, seen. Invisible, clearly seen. Uh, good. Being understood that though, uh, through which has been made so that they are not without excuse. Right. Like, you know, it's interesting because... Right here, and and in this section of 
Paul's letters to, to the church in Rome, um, he's saying, you know, and, and it's like, listen, God's qualities and his attributes are invisible, right. but you see them and they, they are clearly identified if you have right. the lens. Like you yeah, gotta have the lenses 100%. to be able to see him. But if we're allowing unknown God statues and, you know, popularity and whatever, whatever can be the thing that you put your identity in and, and your truth into, if you have the lenses of that, you see it. Like right. going back to, right. we'll believe anything because I'm gonna put my lenses in that uh, eyesight so that I can see those things. But if I put my eyesight, like yeah, we even good. talked about last week or uh, or last episode, uh, if we put our lenses on the word of God and understand who he is, like we will begin to see right. everything. I had a really cool story. Yeah, Sorry. Good. Uh, nope. A couple weeks ago, I was at the LA Dream Center and it was amazing being able to partner with that. Shout night. out to Global Team at LA. Global Team LA. The Dream Center is incredible. If you ever get a chance to yeah, go to yeah, LA, you, haven't gone. you need to go. It is a life-changing it is. Uh, ministry. And, but I heard a story that uh, Mother Teresa, in her early moments of ministry, uh, she had like a, a financial funding individual came to right. like just check on the ministry. And she was like, you know, the guy was kind of looking at what she was doing yeah, yeah. and wasn't really impressed, hmm. you know, because maybe he was used to yep. big organizations and right. all this kind More of stuff. Elaborate and so yeah. almost like in a, not, I wouldn't, I never would see Mother Teresa as desperate, but almost like a last-ditch plea. She was like, hey, I've actually saw Jesus. Hmm. And he was like, what? You saw Jesus? He goes, yeah, I saw Jesus. I, I want to show it to you. So she takes this, him on this elaborate journey in the city and finds this, like, just run-down alley. And he's like, Jesus is in here. It's just a little bit. And then she goes to this corner where this starving, hungry, young boy is hmm. and goes, there's Jesus. And... And the dude was like, what? This is the boy. And she goes, when you're serving those who God's called us to do, you're serving Jesus. Yeah, that's cool. And it, it was a lens shift for this individual right. to understand that even if I don't have the same race, gender, belief, every person has been created by God. Right, for sure. And so we need to have the lenses of this is someone who God died for. This is someone who God loves. Yep. And re regardless if they have a relationship with God or not, they still are being loved by God. And we need to be able to take the invisible yeah, yeah. attributes of who God is and bring clarity so that they can see it. Yeah, that's super good, man. Um, it, we talk a lot about um, exactly what you're saying, the invisible, the unseen. Right. And I think that for, for so many young people, um, it, it's interesting that can be a hurdle yeah. in, in their minds or even people, people in the world today, as we said, like, well, that's, that can be a difficult thing because it's right. not something that I'm, that I'm physically looking at. But, but I just think, I think about as, as we go on and like you said, more pe people are looking for truth and all these different things. Um, it really like the strength of the, of the unseen, of the invisible qualities of who right. God is. Um, they'll continue to be the strength of the message that we're trying to present and live out. Right. And, um, you know, it, it's it's cool, like, in the story that this series is based off of, what I love that he does is he, Paul doesn't get defeated because this group of people believes in all these other things. Right. Instead, he says, this is a moment for the power of God to show through yeah. because it contrasts what, what they believe in. Right. You know, and I think that's where we are. Yeah. Absolutely. In the world we live in. And the reality is, 
not everyone's going to believe it. Yeah, and for sure. That is the saddest reality. Is not everyone is going to believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. And and even and, and that might sound intense, but yeah. by the way, that's we've talked about this. That those are the kinds of things we are excited to, which sounds crazy to yeah. talk about on this podcast, right? Right. Because it's not inspiring no. to say to a room of people like, "Hey, not everybody will believe this message." Right. But that's what the Word of God says. Yeah. It does. And even too, I I thought about this, you know. Uh, when Mary was almost prophesied over of who right. Jesus was, right. you know, how many, I mean, like you said uh, before, you have four kids, five kids, four kids. Four. You have four now. You have four now. Yeah. I didn't speak over you, I promise. Come on, uh, man. Yeah. Everybody uh, keeps. You have four kids. I have three kids. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to move on quickly. Uh, you know, and, and yeah. when our wives were, uh, when our wives were pregnant, you know, how many people like, spoke positively, like, this kid is going to be such a blessing and blah, blah, blah. Like, can I, you... thought, I thought you were going to say how many people were like, hey, you know, can, can I, touch, I touch the baby? Yeah, I'd be like, no, Which, get, you know, get out of here. Maybe maybe TMI, but that's like... <sighs> yeah, those... It's one of those things where it's like, you wouldn't <clears throat> believe how many people in the world are like, oh, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, that's a great... Like, hold on, let me... Th- yeah, get Anyways. off me. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, uh, if you can't touch me when I'm not pregnant, you can't touch me when I am. That's what I would say. Um... <laughs> on my belly. Uh, so anyways, we move on. Uh, and so, um, I lost my train Yeah. No, no, but you're saying, yeah, people before, before someone's born, people say, Oh yeah, they speak into them. Yeah. yeah, Right. And so what did, what did that person prophesy over Mary? He's like, Hey man, I'm so happy that you're, you're going to be like, this person's going to divide. Yeah. And this person is going to take away mothers, uh, and daughters. Right. Right. You know, it's just like, what? Big contrast. Yeah, right. giant contrast. Right? right, And even, too, we think of that process of, like, Jesus unifies everyone, which is true, who believe. Yeah, yeah. In, and, in truth. In, in exactly. Truth. And so, so you know, when we look at Jesus as the unifying factor, it is true. But you have to get over, then, your selfish motives and your beliefs. And you have to jump into the Word of God and His beliefs. It's and that great, is the man. unifying thing. And if you can't do that, we will be divided. Yeah, and again, yeah. that's that is something that is being so evident in this time. Is and as a as a pastor, I I I know I'm not going to say the word love, even though I just did. Uh, I right. appreciate because I know who believes and who doesn't. The whole gray yeah, yeah. line and the whole like halfway in there, uh, as irrelevant as that statement actually is. Yeah, uh, we can see who believes and who doesn't. Right. Uh, and but but what also as followers of Christ, we cannot be passive in preaching the gospel. I agree. And we don't have to be a licensed minister. You don't have to be a youth leader. You, If you had said yes to Jesus, you need Yo, to be passionate it. about the gospel. That's it. And and <clears throat> I love that you brought that up in this setting because even as we've been in this series, um, it's easy for people to read a story like this and be like, sure, you know, to your point, well, Paul had a platform to preach the gospel or even, yeah. even you and I, like... Ultimately, we're not doing like we're not just passionate about this because we are pastors, but right. it's what we do. Right. So people would say, "Hey, you have an outlet to share the gospel, to articulate right. um, what God has done." But one of the things that we're super passionate about is no, this topic matters, and it's so it's so critical for this generation because your life as a whole, yeah, um, is this is not just a corny statement. Like your life is a microphone. Yes. The the context that you're in and the different arenas of life that you're in, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, we have to present the truth. And I think it's cool because that's what he does. Like this is an everyday scenario. Um, And as all these things, like people have truth in all these different areas of life, we're seeing this in culture today. It's like you got a group of people that would say, hey, we all foundationally believe something different about Mm -hmm. how the world was created, what eternity looks like, what but we'll, but we're gonna we can live together and we're unified. Yeah. But here's the truth, and you you hit this a moment ago. It, that's not you're not unified. In fact, that's that's caused more confusion because right. because we're we're all aware of like oh we're actually on different pages. But but again, that can feel discouraging. But I think it's actually cool because it just shows even more than as we've been talking about like the message of who God is just will shine even brighter right as if it's presented absolutely you know? and and i like that you talked about the truth of god shining uh i even think of john 1 1 right the whole one through five it says yeah. in the beginning was the word and the word was god was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things came into being through him and right. apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of men Uh, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And when I think of, you know, in my my Bible, it says the deity of Jesus, right? Instead of a giant genealogy of what's going on, here's the deity of Jesus. It's that he was was at the beginning of creation. Right. He was as a baby. And through the Holy Spirit, he is here now. And what we are called to do, and he even said that in the early stages, you are a light, and you need to shine, right? He also called yeah. us salt, not salty. Uh, and he's like, you, this is what you have to do. Uh, and so when we look at, you know, being, an, being, um, I heard this, this was really cool. Um, you need to be a witness yeah. of Jesus, not an advocate of Jesus. It's good. Because Jesus has already been the advocate. Yeah, yeah. What do, like, you think yeah, of, say that. you yeah. think of, you know, Law and Order, a TV show, right? And you have the advocate, That's you good, have bro. the lawyer that you pay handsomely for, right? Uh, even if they're a terrible lawyer, you pay a stupid amount of yeah, money yeah. for. And they're there to advocate for you uh, what you didn't do and so that you can come out on the other side safe and innocent and all that. A witness is someone who gets brought up from the scene right. that is be, that you're either being accused about or are in progress of, and they're asking you questions. Right. They're just asking you, hey, where were you on that day? Hey, did you see this person? Yeah, like, yeah. They weren't saying, hey, tell me your theological no, right. belief. You're of sharing blah, your blah, 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 blah. They're sharing your experience. And if there's yes. one thing that people cannot argue, it's your experience. Yeah. They can't argue. They can't argue my right. testimony. Yeah, they can't argue my massive. experiences. Exactly. They can't argue these things. All we have to do, and I really hope this put some weight off of people is we don't have to PR God. We don't have to advocate God. In fact, we please, don't, please, yeah, please don't. don't actually. In fact, <laughs> uh, yeah. Unless if, yeah, never mind. I wasn't going to go there, but uh, yeah, please don't. Uh, just be a witness. Yeah, Can yeah. I get a witness? Right. Uh, come on. But, I always love when you sing. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, but listen, don't advocate witness, be a witness yeah, 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 yeah. and witness. Please don't get scared when I say that. Like, oh, I got to go to the street corner and do all this kind of stuff. It's right. telling people what God has done in your life. Where you're at. Where you're 100%. at. 100%. Right? Yeah. It's your testimony. And right in Revelation 12, it talks about we will overcome by the blood of the lamb right. and the word of your testimony. testimony so when sure. you be a witness to people, you are sharing who you were before Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And because of only Jesus, this is where I'm at now. 
And the good, this is the challenging question that we might have to like yeah, yeah. give a little hook to, to kind of like, oh, I want a little bit more yeah. is if you can't think of a difference. Right. Then, then yeah. you gotta have a have a deep thought in, in your in your no, mind no, of no. being like, where am I? A hundred percent. Because I think about the story we've been talking about. Like he didn't, he he did exactly what you're saying. Yeah. He said, "Hey, here's what I'm seeing in in this city. Here's what I'm seeing in culture. Right. Here's the truth of who yep. God is. D- by the way, didn't mention, didn't didn't have to fit in. How does that work work its way into all the other gods that you serve right into how society functions all of these things and i think that there is extreme power right in what you're saying of like hey we're aware that everybody around us in the world we live in is looking for truth in different things i had a conversation with a student last uh, last week at youth asking questions around this saying um and, and by the way it was actually really cool this happens more frequently than people realize and you and i are aware of this because we're pastors in the ministry, but students that come to, to youth, come to church that would say, I have zero belief in God. In mm. fact, this, this student said, I'm an atheist. I, mm. I don't. Um, and it's, it's almost, it's interesting too, like people can throw that out there and they think there's going to be this pushback of like, right. well, you're going to exactly what you said. You're going to try to advocate. You're going to persuade yep. me. Yep. Um, but our response is, oh, we're glad you're here. And yeah. it kind of, it kind of rattles a bit like, yep. oh, that, that's not what I was expecting. Right. Even to the point of saying, hey, I, I acknowledge we believe different things and still you're in the right place. Right. But then as people ask questions, um, like you said, not not presenting God's truth and saying, so here's why you're wrong. Yeah. But instead being like, well, this this is what I believe. Here, yeah. Here's why it's true in my life. And right. I think I think it, like you shared about the testimony, the power mm-hmm. of the testimony um, is so critical. Yes. Um, because again, that's what Paul did here is right. he was like, hey, this is who this God is. This is how he's been real in my life. Right. And it was in the midst of a group of people in a culture that believed everything opposite of what right. he was saying. And here's the thing, too, as we're thinking about it, just with salvation and the importance of these things and why your testimony is so important. Uh, last episode, we talked about Galatians 5, and there's a description of yep. the fruit of the world, and then there's the fruit of the Spirit. Living by the Spirit, That's right. the two contrasts that they should be. Now, as humans, we will constantly ping right. pong back and forth because yeah. we're not perfect. Uh, but if you are someone who has said yes to Christ, you should not be a 2.0 version of who you once were. That's good. You need to be a new person yeah. of who you are. And that might mean that you need to leave your friends. That might mean you need to leave that relationship. That might mean you need to quit that job. Like, If all those things will constantly drag you back to try to give you that old identity. I love Proverbs. It says, as a dog returns to its vomit, so does someone return back to sin. She's always appealing to Well, it's a great, but think about it. Because you say that and you're like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, that is so disgusting. There's a reason that That, it's said the way that it's said. There's a way that it's said because it draws you in. You're like, no one would ever eat their vomit. But then at the same time, if we go back to our sin, we're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, that's true, man. And so, and and that's what's the difference too, because even with Paul's timeline historically, right, everyone was trying to what? Not not right. uh, not look poorly to the gods. Yeah, yeah. And so they were doing offerings. Is that right. like if someone got sick, be like, oh, you probably you know ticked the gods exactly. off, and you probably exactly. did this, and you probably yeah. did that. And God gave us. And this is what's interesting. God gave us the Ten Commandments, and he gave us the law 
so that he could give people an understanding of, you know, what not to do. So yeah. not everything is a mystery of like, am I going to be uh, in good favor or bad favor right. with the gods? But I know what I have to do. And so this is what's great is because now you know what pleases God and what doesn't. And, 100%. and when you can look at that sort of thing, it does take faith because that's what the, this isn't what the world's going to want you to do. But it takes faith to know that even... Uh, if I can't see God, yeah, it's good. Uh, there's truth that is always, always available. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's that's one of the powerful things about this topic in this series is, um, you know, you're you're gonna hear us say it every single episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seriously, hitting the value of knowing God's word yep. and letting it change who you are. Um, and as, as we talk about unknown God, um, the heart behind it is simply. This idea that uh, oftentimes people are not following God, not because they're disinterested, but right. it, it, that God is unknown to, yes. to them in their world. And that goes back to what we've been just talking about for these moments together, the value of living out your story, your testimony, sharing God's truth as it's been revealed to you. Um, we cannot stress that enough. Right. And I love, too, that as we were talking about it um, in Romans in the same like context of it, Paul even said that while God was still unknown to us, yeah. But he's but how he words it is as even when God was uh, when we were enemies, Christ still died for us. Yeah. So even when God was unknown to us, He still sent His Son to die on a cross, so that when we do know Him, right? There's no sort of like check these ten boxes in order to have this type of thing. It says that even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Right. And who does that? He even says that. Yeah, Paul yeah, yeah. goes, who does that? People yeah. will maybe die for a good person, but no one would die exactly. for their enemy. Yes. Who does that? God it's does. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, man, hopefully you enjoyed, this is episode two, but week one talking about unknown God. Yeah. Um, we'll be back with more of this because there's so there's just so many layers to right. Right. This, this topic and idea of finding truth in this world. Um, once again, you were listening, watching, following, yep, following the greatest podcast ever, um, ever, ever.